You're You're listening listening to to The Bottom Bottom Bible. Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by a couple of bottom-loving bitches who want to talk about sex, relationships, current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. To tell me what you want from me. I, I really need it. I really need it. Hello. Hi. Welcome to The Bottom Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. We have a brand new setup. New setup. It's Y'all a whole new world. Y'all can't see it. We have those, just picture a desk with these clamped on extending like radio microphone stands. Like bendy arm ones. Yes. It's amazing. So much room for activities. My feet can flail wildly and not bump into anything. They're just, our feet are just free to roam. Um, no. Although I- I did immediately crash my hand into it. And I made a big boy. There are springs because it's a springs. Yeah. Little like spring loaded arm system. Not an engineer. Fine with it. Cool with it. It's cool. Um, so this week we're talking about flirting. We are. I'm sorry, I was taking a big drink. But flirting. And of course we have a drink. Obviously. Obvi. Always. Katie named it because she's a genius. Stop. It's called Flirting with Disaster. Oh. And rightfully so, because it's gin. Those gin, gin drinks. Ooh, they will. They will. A sneak, sneak, sneak. I'm feeling it. <laughs> tricky, tricky, tricky. <laughs> <laughs> they sneak up on you. Um, so this is a pomegranate gin with limoncello and a splash of lime juice and a little bit of club soda. A little bit. It's really good. Real good. I, you know, pomegranate is not something that I think like, oh, you know, I should buy, but then when, when I have it, I always really enjoy a pomegranate juice. I don't buy pomegranate juice as much. I love pomegranates, mm. though. I can't fuck with them seeds. Really? I get them on my nerves. Just be easy. Oh, oh, but you can buy it already. Oh. Like you can buy like a little, like the little blueberry container. Oh, yeah, 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 the yeah, yeah. And you can just eat them with a spoon. Oh, okay. Maybe I, oh, yeah, I don't like do my own like when i was a kid my mom did them for me mm-hmm. and like that like fucked me because now i'm like oh, i don't want to do it someone do it out. someone do it for me do it, do for, it for me, me please Help. thank you this is hard um so we're talking about flirting it's very exciting it's actually my birthday yesterday oh my god and still like- this many rotations around the sun i'm still terrible at flirting in my head right now uh smash mouth is playing <laughs> you might as well be walking on the sun <laughs> Thankfully, I'm married and I don't, although we flirt all the time, but in a very weird dual Capricorn hey vibe girl. in a way. Hey girl, hey girl. each other girl. We do, which we got from I Love Lucy, also I love. very Capricorn mood, because um, she goes like, hey girl, always to <laughs> Ethel, and it's just, that's how we roll. You are very yeah. Lucy and Ethel. I love it. We are. But like sexually charged. But like there's a sexual attraction. There's a heat. There's a steam heat. I'm just, it's, he's my little Ben Wyatt. I'm very into it. Spin around for me. Like a sexy elf king. <laughs> okay, so speaking of terrible flirting, speaking that's a great which. segue. Oh, okay. So I dug up some fart facts. Um, hold on. Where is this? Oh, here it is. This is from an article called Flirting with Meaning. Oh. An examination of miscommunication in flirting interactions. Oh. Uh, it was in, in a journal called Sex Roles by oh. David Dryden Henningsen. Okay. Sorry, I don't have my glasses and I've had a lot of gin. More gin in this left eye. Ooh. Now I keep closing it. 
I see that. Uh, <laughs> a little Popeye mood. If I if I look at the paper with Popeye <laughs> eyes, <laughs> I can see much is that better. Popeye? I don't think it is. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Did it. Nailed it. Um. Nailed it. Um. Okay. So in this article, I'm not gonna like even try to do the whole article because it was like dense. Um. <laughs> the point that uh he's making is that men and women that the miscommunication that can arise from flirtation between mm. men and women okay. and he is talking about men and women as well we're not okay. i didn't seek out an article just on cisgendered men and women it's just the research that was already out there mm. um that the miscommunications can sometimes happen because um the other party is misinterpreting the um the motivation oh, okay. behind the flirting mm-hmm. so he identifies six uh flirting motivations sex fun exploring relational esteem and instrumental okay so um like the so the six motivations uh with some context sex motivation is obviously you're flirting to engage in sexual relations. You're attracted sure. to someone and you're flirting with them to get get something get a little something going. Mm-hmm. Uh, relational motivation uh, to increase the intimacy in an existing relationship. Oh. Like you and your boo. Yeah. Hey, girl. Um, <laughs> so exploring motivation to test whether another is interested in starting a romantic relationship. Mm, okay. So a little different from sex mm-hmm. motivation. Yeah. Um, and then there's fun motivation, simply to have fun. Just pure fun. Flexing the flirt muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, esteem motivation, to enhance one's own self-esteem. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. And then instrumental motivation, to gain reward from another. Oh. Um, I, I think that that sounds a little, like, nefarious, but mm-hmm. it can also me be, like, getting better service at a counter. I see. Okay. So it's, mm-hmm. it's not on your part. It's smiling and laughing mm-hmm. and kind of starting a conversation with right. someone behind the counter. Mm-hmm. And it's a type of flirting, but there's no sexual motivation. Right. It's okay. just to kind of grease the wheels mm-hmm. of niceties. Yeah. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in his findings... Um, men tend to view flirting as more sexual than women do. Right. And okay. women attribute more relational and fun motivations to flirting fun. Yeah, yeah. than men. So there's different motivations. They're not always sexual. Sometimes they're about intensifying a relationship or um, like in that um, instrumental motivation mm-hmm. to kind of garner favor, but without it, without it being like leading someone on. Yeah. The intent is I'm engaging in these niceties with you. Mm-hmm. And in our brief interaction, we're, I'm going to be nice to you so that you're nicer to me. Yeah. And this is where it ends. Yeah. And the misinterpretation can be the person that you're flirting with yeah. misinterprets your non-sexual mm-hmm. motivations with a sexual or an interest yeah motivation. yeah i was gonna say like the heart like a main reason i always hear of you know the, the opposite gen like of women right not returning smiles or mm-hmm. not returning that eye contact looking away is because they fear that if they just engage in just a fun pleasant like oh hey like we're acknowledging that we're both attracted to each other it intensifies into that sexual right attraction from the other half and then mm-hmm. you're like oh fuck so you just avoid it at all right. costs right yeah. And then it can be misinterpreted by the 
and I'm not even going to say men and women. But yes. Yeah. The person who is interpreting a non-sexual motivation with a sexual motivation mm-hmm. can accuse the other person of like leading them on. Like, yeah. well, you were smiling and being flirty with me. It's like, well, yeah, but I was just being nice. I wasn't, yeah. there wasn't any sexual motivation. And that's sometimes where that miscommunication mm-hmm. can happen. Um, so he goes on to cite uh, some studies from the 60s. It was by... That was a fun time. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a researcher with the last name of... Uh, ugh. You got this. Shelflin. Perfect. Uh, who coined the term quasi-courtship. Oh. And that refers to... All I'm thinking about is Quasimodo right <laughs> Quasimodo. now. I'm so sorry. That infers... <laughs> or I'm sorry. That refers to instances where typical courtship initiation behaviors are used when one or both parties are not interested. No, I'm sorry. Are, have hunchbacks and are not interested in sexual contact. Okay. So a quasi-courtship. So when you are trying to... Maybe um, a server, mm. bartender. Okay wanting to build a bond with a customer for yeah. a larger tip yeah it's a quasi courtship because mm-hmm. there's a, a certain type of flirtation happening but there's no sexual like aspect no sexual motivation right. behind it it's um uh okay so he's saying he says the distinction between courtship initiation and quasi quasi courtship appears to lie not in flirting behaviors per se but rather in the motivations that generate those behaviors. Mm. Sexual, sexually motivated flirting behaviors are courtship initiating. Behaviors with no sexual intent are quasi-courtship. Got it. So super easy. Yeah. You want to have sexy times? It's It's courtship. It's courtship. You You want that tip? You want that tip? Quasi. Not that tip. Yeah. But cash money tip? (laughs) Quasi-courtship. Um. So for individuals who mistakenly interpret quasi-courtship flirting as courtship flirting, things can escalate, that can escalate their own behavior so as to engage in undesired social sexual behavior. Mm. So that can be a misinterpretation where, you know, party A is is engaging in Mm quasi-courtship flirtation. Party B interprets it as more sexually motivated. Yeah. And kind of kicks up their flirtation and mm-hmm. their maybe level of aggression yeah and, and not like physically aggressive but their level of int- intensifies mm-hmm. their reactions yeah to it and then all of a sudden it, we've got a clash mm-hmm. between the two very awkward uncomfortable very situation. awkward and uncomfortable yeah hilarious but awkward <laughs> um so uh, they're saying that, you know, sometimes the behavior, they're calling it the behavior of women, but it's really the behavior of the party engaging in quasi-courtship yeah. may be interpreted as courtship by the other. Yeah. Um, and... Sorry. Yeah. Um, so that is one of the reasons why... That one of the reasons behind miscommunication mm-hmm. um, in the intent of the other person. So that yeah. is what this article focused on which isn't exactly what we're talking about but i liked that those six types of motivation Mm -hmm. were sort of laid out and defined there's also so many layers of societal pressures and societal influence in the motivations because Mm -hmm. i think a lot of well a lot of straight cisgendered men are kind of primed and raised to be on the attack to oh i'm sorry Uh oh oh no no no. uh go ahead it was because this is great Okay, right. Segwaying perfectly, oh. roller skating gracefully <laughs> and grandly into this other article I found in what else but Psychology Today. We love it. Called What's Flirting. That? Shout out. 
um, is why do people flirt? Um, you know, to signal interest and attraction. Also just mutual awareness. Oh. That it's just... It's just like a social interaction yeah. that's going on. Yeah. Because you're aware of someone and it just kind of... You feel it. You yeah. feel the need to do it. So um, this is saying... Uh, uh, a silent language spoken by men and women around the world. Mm, okay. Um, sometimes they don't, they're not speaking the same yeah. silent language, apparently, <laughs> according to the other article. Different degrees. Um, <laughs> so uh, the ways people communicate uh, interests are so deeply rooted in human nature that the signals are automatically understood by all, which is uh, kind of what you were saying. Interesting. Or kind of yeah. touching on. All humans come equipped with the language of flirtation from ways of glancing to movements such as licking one's lips, to meet nature's most basic command, (laughs) find a good mate and multiply. So I think this is not including maybe some people who have, um, who are like maybe like on the spectrum and have sort of spectrum. um, I just lost the word. Um, Like if someone has like a diagnosed Asperger's. A diagnosis of... Just like a social autism. Of social, yeah, that, that... part of that is that not not coming equipped and not kind of understanding how yeah. all those kind of social cues are working yeah like so atypical neuros yeah, like, yeah so they're talking about people who obviously are not mm-hmm. on the spectrum coming equipped with sort of under the way that we understand certain cues and no. certain languages like or certain um body language if somebody has crossed arms you kind of mm. intuitively think of that as a standoffish, yeah. stay away from me. Yeah. Someone doesn't make eye contact, you know, can be seen as distrustful or not wanting to engage. Yeah. So the way that n- nobody really taught you how to read those things, they're things that you kind of suss out if you are socialized right. and engaging in that kind of, that you, you pick up mm-hmm. on it. Um. So this article says flirting is not a trivial activity. It requires skill. Don't we know it? Don't mm-hmm. us bad flirts know it? Oh, God. It doesn't um, ever. It requires many skills, intellect, body language, creativity, and empathy. At its best, flirting can be a high art, whether the flirter is vying for a soulmate, manipulating a potential customer, or just being playful. Mm-hmm. So you do have to... Part of the art to, well, there's an art in flirting, mm-hmm. but I think there's also an art in interpreting. Yes. Knowing how much to engage. Yes. And that empathy piece is and, yeah. such a strong part. I think of being yes. a good, decent, nice person slash uh-huh. flirt. <laughs> um, and then it's saying the process of flirting allows the signaling of interest to another in small increments, mm. which is especially appealing to a partner and enables both parties to gauge the interest level of the other so right like small bites mm-hmm. of flirting let you kind of take baby steps towards yeah. the, like we we are we baby stepping in the same direction yeah. <laughs> um then they talk about the roots of flirting it's not restricted to humans that there are many parallels in the animal world oh my god uh, the behavioral displays many animals engage in to signal not only their availability but their suitability if you could feel the excitement building in my body right now so <laughs> this is more about animal courtship and the movements that can be any very, very subtle to lavish displays. They talk about, I think, some things 
um, after that, like March of the Penguins. Like a lot out. of birds. Yeah. That okay. penguins search for a small pebble to deliver to their partner of interest, which is fucking adorable. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's too much. This is my favorite. Seahorses lock their tails together for a romantic swim. Stop Locking it. tails together. I drown. I but I guess if you're a seahorse, you're, you're already fine. in. You're already in. It's good. <laughs> it's fine. It's like, it's like locking arms oh, and going for a so, promenade. So, 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 so sweet. Um, bowerbirds use leaves, grass, and twigs to construct elaborate, yes. construct elaborate nests. Um, so it's saying uh, across the animal kingdom. There's some other examples. Not as cute. Um, so I skipped <laughs> them. Um, across the animal kingdom, <laughs> such actions are closely tied to seasonal reproductive readiness and sig- they signal reproductive fitness from one creature to another. Uh, aren't so, there like some ducks or some kind of um, mallards or something that do like a crazy like water dance? Yeah, I've seen like, la- like other non-water Mm-hmm. non-water fowl as yeah. well do like courtship dances yeah with the so feathers and the, it's uh, a the thing. huge display usually done well always done by the male the male of the species. yeah like peacocks go into mm-hmm. a whole thing i mean with that arsenal why would you not right gotta use it you got it um flaunt it sidebar there were two peacocks at <gasps> least two peacocks in my backyard like a couple weeks ago i saw that Story. It scared the shit out of oh me because I thought it was a huge cat. <laughs> and I live in an area where like mountain lions, not in my neighborhood, but mountain lions in my town are yeah. not uh, unusual. Yeah. And it was the because it was hunched down and the way it was walking, it looked for a split second feline. But I gauged like the size of it. And I was like, that's not a house cat. That's got to be a wild cat mm. or like a big cat, a medium cat. And I grabbed <laughs> my dog, Oliver. Uh, I like I like put my arms around him and then right as I was doing that I realized it was a peacock and I was like oh my god it's a peacock <laughs> and NBC as I pointed to it so my, so my parents could see it Oliver shot out of the doggy door like a goddamn like a bullet like a bullet train and it those birds went way up on the neighbor's Aww. roof and then I took it that's when I got to take video of it oh. um but they're just wild I thought like did they escape are they someone's pet or somebody were they male them? or female um, I think that they were female based okay. on the color. They were peahens. Oh. I think. Just a couple of gals gallivanting about the town. Jaunting around. Very loud. I'd never knew oh. like what kind of noise. About. I am not a country mouse. <laughs> I am not a, quite a city mouse either, but closer to a city mouse, like yes. a suburb mouse. Yeah. So I've seen some aspects of country mouse life, mm-hmm. but not enough to know like what's normal. And I didn't know the noise that these birds made. It was wild. Yeah. I was out in my backyard for like 20 minutes. And then I called animal control and was like, somebody help them. Aww. And they're like, girl, they're just wild. They're just out and about. They're just doing their thing. Um, and she's like, yeah, we're actually not allowed to touch them. <gasps> anyway, oh. um, they're not allowed to touch wildlife unless they are in danger and they need to be oh. removed for their own safety. That's they're not allowed now. to touch wildlife. Good tip. Um, good just the tip. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so. Sorry. So for them, for animals, it's seasonal um, and it's about like signaling reproductive readiness and reproductive mm. fitness. So I'm ready and also pick me. It Me. So what was it? Like ditch the zero, get with the hero? Yes. I always get that wrong. I'm very glad I got it right. <laughs> Explain some of my past choices. <laughs> um, <laughs> so with people, we're not held to... Um, just you know seasons mm-hmm. and reproductive time so the repertoire of flirting behaviors can be deployed at will 
mm-hmm. and the exact meaning of any gesture is usually a matter of interpretation. That very ambiguity feeds the excitement of flirting. Oh. So I also pulled up an article from Bustle. Love a Bustle. Um, that is 11 signs someone's flirting with you, <gasps> even if you don't think so. Oh. So let's let's judge these. Okay. Harshly. Ready. Um, okay. Get my judging cap on. Their behavior noticeably changes when you're around. Which oh, I'm I get. doing much in my head. I can't focus on that. But also, yeah, that's that's a really hard one that's to very gauge. subtle. <laughs> um, they touch you in little ways. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that's also not subtle. That's not subtle. Like, do not put your hand on the small of my back. Thank you. Oh, I, see, I love it if a guy I like does that to me. I'm totally into oh, it. Oh, yeah. But if I'm not, if my that's husband, the, that's the that? fickleness into of it all. It. Yeah. yeah. Um. See, I do this. I'm a toucher. Mm-hmm. But oh, like an arm. Yeah. That's well, arms, legs, hands. I'm not, I'm not going to graze your face. Yeah. Always. <laughs> but I might. Uh, I'll like, <laughs> I'll like run my finger down your ear. No, oh. casually down your ear. No, but I'm like an, oh my God, a grabber. Pull a candies. Because <laughs> I'll pull a candies. Um, I will grab onto a leg or a mm-hmm. hand. Mm-hmm. There's that, I can't remember it now. We'll have to put it like in a photo like in a an insta photo of there's a classic uh painting of two women who are topless staring out you know they're, it's a canvas staring at the painter <laughs> and they're like their eye contact is forward but their hands are like very lightly touching the other one like one touching the other one's arm mm-hmm. and somebody like made a meme of it and said like when you're with your best friend oh. in public and you touch them to let them know like you want to talk about this asshole <laughs> later i do that all the I time i need to find that and photoshop our faces on it a hundred percent making a mental note of that and um, writing it down because so i don't mean that to be flirty mm. but i have done that flirting with a guy that's like the only way i can flirt yeah i can't do it verbally because i'm not good oh, i'm not i'm really great on text on paper not great yes, in person. on paper and if there's if we're at a movie or at a very loud venue and I can mm-hmm. just kind of like accidentally touch your arm or accidentally like, oh, graze your hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good with that. But I want people to know if I'm grabbing you in public, it could just mean that like, oh my God, did you just see that? Did you watch? Did you see that thing? Or like, oh, we're going to talk about this yeah. later. <laughs> Note the time. Gaze around. Absorb it all. We're going to discuss this circling at a later back. time. So we're circling back to this. Um, they keep making eye contact. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Like if it's not a friend of yours. Yeah. Yeah. Making eye contact. Mm-hmm. That was one piece of advice I got from a friend who was an excellent flirt. Oh. She told me it's a one, two, three. Oh. So you make eye contact, hold it for one, look away, and then look back, hold it for two, look away again, and then look back and hold it for three. Oh. And look away. And that should be enough of a signal for that person to come to you. Yeah. So it's a way, because I had said like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to approach. I can't. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Uh-uh. Um, that's just me. Um, so she said, oh, that's how you can kind of throw a line uh-huh. out. Like, let can, that like, person know. Yeah. But yeah. But not have to actually physically get up and mm-hmm. do it. Um, they move into your line of sight. So wait, what is this? The next time you're out mingling at a party, take note of the sexy but standoffish stranger oh my God. who keeps magically <laughs> ending up in your line of sight. Oh, so like they'll just literally like just get in your line, line of, sight. of sight. I got it. Okay. okay. I thought it was like metaphorical. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm bad at, it, at everything. 
they're dishing out backhanded compliments. Excuse me. See, the backhanded compliment, like, I don't want to be negged. No. Are we in kindergarten? Are you pulling my hair? What's happening? Yeah, because I'm not going to respond well to that. Like, mm-hmm. I need a, I need a full-handed, ham-fisted ham sandwich. No, I need a full ham-handed, <laughs> ham-fisted compliment. Not yeah. a backhanded one. Like, yeah. no. oh, that's pretty good for for a girl. Yeah. Or that's Fuck like, off. yeah, no, just, no, I don't just, like it. No. Just say like, your hair's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I like your face. I like your shoes. I put it in my line of sight. <laughs> one time a guy, <laughs> I was in New York City, New York City. We were at a bar and he was flirting. I assume he was coming on pretty hard. So it was, it was a, it was mm-hmm. a pretty decent flirt. And it was like, it was okay. And he was telling me how he was a chef and he really wanted oh. to cook me dinner. And I was oh. like, oh my God, like I'm just like in town for a couple of days. And then he asked if I could, if he could wear my shoes. And I was like, okay, this is, I'm done. Oh no. And it's not that I don't like a man in shoes, but like he would have stretched them out. Yeah. That's also like, okay, I'm here for like a flirt and I'm here for your quirks. But like not at the beginning. You need to ease me in. That's just my personality. Get your own goddamn shoes. You need to uh, that's ease just me the into selfish that. in yeah. me. <laughs> I'm just not into sharing. That's just because then I immediately go to like, wait, do you need to take my shoes? And then you're gonna leave and he, me like, for dead and yeah, run away. And he them. wasn't joking. Like he wasn't like trying to be cute and funny. Because if he would have laughed, I would have. That would have been like a good like. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's funny. But he wasn't joking. And I was like, Are you saying I have big feet? Yeah. What What is this? Or do you have very small feet? Yeah. Either way, it's a turn off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they're always the first to like your photos. Oh, okay. It's a thirsty one. I am old. I didn't grow up with the social media. Right. So I never think about those kind of rules. Like, I don't think about those. I don't want to be the first one to like this photo. I am a, a thirsty whore. Um, not even just, not always sexually motivated. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just fun. Yeah. I don't, I'm not paying attention to who's liked it yet. Like if I like it, I like it. Mm Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, I don't give a fuck about that. I don't and care. if I don't like it, I'll just scroll right past and I won't like it just because I'm referring. Goodbye. Friends. I want you on my algorithm. <laughs> well, that's what I think of too. Um, they fidget, especially in suggestive ways. How are you going to fidget suggestively? Because I should be do- I should be the queen of this. Fidget suggest- su- su- oh, suggestively? Oh, if they're playing with the glass and then like even more so with the stem. Rubbing it on their genitals. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Like if you like have like your like the piece of paper and you're just like <laughs> rubbing it, yeah, I get it. Like a Charmin commercial <laughs> with those bears. Yeah. <laughs> no. Their body is pointed in your direction. Okay, that I heard I do, that. Yeah, you've okay. kind of like got that like tilting it towards. They seemed very relaxed and present, so like comfortable around you. That's mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm always uncomfortable. Me so. too. Always they keep, awkward. They keep pointing out their weaknesses. Huh. Okay, so like they're trying, like self-depreciating kind of. Oh, they that's my always <laughs> laugh at your jokes. That's gonna get me because I'm an attention whore. Yeah, especially when it comes to like if because I you know think I'm funny, and if you think I'm funny too, then I'm gonna be like, oh, obviously this yeah. is a very smart person. <laughs> they understand good humor. I I have to admit I laugh at my husband's jokes all the time. He has told me on multiple occasions i am his best audience i think he's fucking hilarious though well, i can't in in your defense he is hilarious but he's, he's a, so smart and he's so quick he's so witty and just so precious it's his delivery oh it's so good too, because it's not dry no <laughs> but it's all it like borders on 
like it's like kind of corny, but it's not like it's not like it's there's annoying. like a taste of wit in there. There's like a little like Americana, yeah, in it, <laughs> like a wholesomeness. There's a wholesomeness oh, to his delivery because so he has different types. He but has. there's there's always like you don't realize it because he's so okay. Katie's husband, I've known actually longer than Katie. Yes, and I adore him. Yeah, to no end. That was the eleven. Um, I'm done. <laughs> um, adore him to no end because he's very smart, very fast, but he's not one of those kind. He's not the annoying type of person like me that has to make the joke right away. That has to like get over oh, yeah. the person, <laughs> so that when he says it, it comes off as like very good natured, very funny. But the more you get to know him, the more you realize like how sharp the humor Ooh, is. Yeah. But he doesn't hit you over the head with it. Yeah. He's very sharp, very funny, but it comes across in a very subtle way that's very charming. Very, it's like, adorable. He is hilarious. He yeah. Is, yeah. He's the funniest. And when I make him laugh, it's because he's not very dry. I realize he's mm-hmm. not really dry. It's my dry little comments, which is rare. Like, I don't, that's not usually my mode. I'm more mm-hmm. physical comedy, like a little, <laughs> um, <laughs> the linda belter of it all <laughs> um but then it's like the little moments where i just say like an offhanded like aside and he like he loves i and love I'm, I'm into it i love making someone i like laugh yes and not always just a romantic love if i can make like when i make my friends laugh yeah like, the look on my face is like <laughs> i did it i did really good they're like I really excited it. that they know me right now <laughs> they're like so happy they know me right now <laughs> Uh, or so like I'm, we're like I'm earning my keep in a way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, whoo, met my quota. I set my spot. I'm good. I'm good. I saved my spot <laughs> for the damn. My spot at the table is confirmed. So speaking of lulls, do we want to discuss some very, very embarrassing 100%, flirting mistakes? Hundred percent. Because how many of these have we made? <laughs> So, oh god, these are rough. I picked the highlights. So these I'm are myself again. It's BuzzFeed, the BuzzFeed article. Twenty-three stories from people who really, really suck at flirting, and I see Vanessa in a just a full arm on arm it's lock, wrist left, to wrist. Left arm, <laughs> left hand grabs the right wrist. Right hand grabs the left wrist of my own wristesses. So wristesses, wristesses, wristicats. Um. So, <gasps> so I picked. I picked six out of the 23. These are the oh. six most. Oh, 23. baby girl, you okay? Um, okay. So this first one is <laughs> so good. And it is, <laughs> we just had the holiday season. So this will be a nice little like throwback. Okay. I was having a bad day at work a few weeks before Christmas and decided to escape to an Italian eatery nearby. While I was waiting for the really handsome waiter to take me to my seat, I decided, (laughs) oh God, I decided to lean against the wall and do my best to look as hot and casually disinterested as I could. In doing so, I knocked over a Christmas tree. Number, this is the second one that I picked that are the top six. I met a guy on a night out and as I was leaving, I awkwardly hugged him just as he went in for a kiss. He said he liked awkward, and I replied, if you like awkward, you're going to love me. (laughs) I then turned around and slipped down the set of stairs outside his house. It was our three-year anniversary in July. Oh, it's amazing. (laughs) Ooh, those stair bales are the worst. Uh, Okay. This is another where they end up together. Spoiler alert. 
I met my neighbor one night when our building's electricity went out. We spent the entire night talking and flirting, and eventually it became very late and both of us needed to go to bed for work in the morning. He hugged me and I said, well, if you ever want to hang out, just come knock on my window or whatever. Like some idiot with no concept of dating. He looked at me like I had five heads, but was somehow still interested enough to ask for my number. That man is now my husband. Amaze. Love it. Oh, God. This I feel like as someone who is forever feels like st- I am. I have celiacs, but forever feels like I'm still the person that farts all the time. <laughs> this one is reaching out to my farty friends. OK, I was walking home and saw my crush in front of me walking with a friend of his. I decided to be all cute and, <laughs> and run past them, oh. turn my head and smile. As soon as I passed them, I let out a couple of pretty loud farts. <laughs> I was hoping they didn't notice until I heard his friend ask if I was farting. That's a nightmare. Like, hey. <laughs> she got past them so fast. No. She turned it's on like that a cartoon. Nos. She turned on the nitrous. Oh, no. <coughs> okay. Ooh, let's keep going. I used to work as a fishmonger. And when I started my new job, a cute guy came in. We got talking, and when I mentioned what I used to do, he said, no wonder you changed jobs. I responded, yes, but now I've got nothing to blame the smell on. (laughs) He abruptly left without buying anything while I shouted after him, I don't smell like fish. I can prove it. (laughs) What are you doing? I feel like that's something I would say. Like, oh, that'll be funny. (coughs) It's not. Okay. Oh, my God. Last one. Oh, God. I was walking down the main street in Manchester when I made eye contact with a man who had clearly been crafted by Jesus. I then walked into a pole. He laughed so hard. It still haunts me to this day. (laughs) (laughs) I have walked into parking meters before. It hurts like a bitch. (laughs) They sneak up on you. I'm trying to think of like one of my worst flirt fails, but I'm a chicken. So I don't think I've ever like put myself out there enough. Me neither. Like, I've had fails in the sense that, like, I was, I thought I was being subtle, but in reality, I just, like, wasn't doing anything. (laughs) Yeah, I am always so awkward that I'm not the one, I I won't put, I won't really put it out there. I won't swing first. Mm -mm. No. No, I've had really awkward situations, like the guy singing 98 Degrees to me, which was really uncomfortable and painful. Um, And also, like, we were clearly not, our intentions were not the same. Yeah. My intention was yeah. to get away. <laughs> it was the opposite. It was not Nick Lachey. Um, <laughs> just want to put that out there. Yeah, I've not really, uh-huh. I've never really had a huge fail like that. No, I think that, <laughs> I okay, this wasn't a flirt because I, I really, truly wasn't trying. Uh, with, with Dr. Boyfriend, when we first met, we were in a class together, but uh he was still he was dating someone so uh, and like we didn't have a flirtatious we just sat next to each other mm-hmm. for a semester and he would ask for paper and i would wonder how someone so smart never got brought any <laughs> goddamn paper to class um but like that was it Our, we i didn't really know his name i just like he's that guy with the long hair in class that never yeah. has paper dr boyfriend when i first laid my eyes upon him had curly wild heavy metal ginger hair to the waist oh that is a long luscious locks and and a beard and he made it work but it was just like we didn't have that vibe betwixt us it was just a very friendly hi how are you 
Mm-hmm. Hey, how are you? How's your weekend? Good. Good. Cool. Cool. That was it. Yeah. And then I saw him again like a year later. He had ditched the girlfriend and shaved oh. the head. And it was like super short, short cropped hair. So I didn't recognize him. I saw him sitting in the hallway outside of our classroom, like across the hall from our classroom. Mm-hmm. So I saw him sitting in the hallway and I was like, why is there a man sitting on the floor? Okay. And I kind of thought that, is there a reason he's not going into the classroom? And I kind of peeked in like there was no class in there. Oh. And I hesitated for a second, but then I just kind of gave him like a weird like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then just like opened the door and went into the classroom. And I was like, I'm not fucking weirdo. (laughs) And sat down, you know, was starting to unpack my things and sat down. And then about a minute later, he walked in oh. and said, I would have sat outside for another 20 minutes if you hadn't <laughs> come by and just opened the door. And I kind of like, I kind of did a, oh, yeah. Sometimes you got to just try the door. Yeah. <laughs> he has got to give it a try. And he was just like, I, I, just, I think he might have said something like, I thought the door was locked. Mm. And I was like, did you try the door? Like, and he's like, no. And I was like, sometimes you got to just try the door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we sat in silence and then somebody else came in and recognized him. I was like, oh my God, Dr. Boyfriend, you you cut off all your hair. I didn't recognize you. And it hit me like a <gasps> bolt of lightning. Like, he must think I'm a fucking asshole. Because first of all, I gave him a dirty look in the hallway. <laughs> I sassed him like with the like, oh, why don't you just try the goddamn door, dum-dum. And I didn't say hello to him. I didn't recognize. It was like, oh, one, two, three. Ooh, oh he's gonna hate me forever but <laughs> apparently alert. he was into it does not he was into it he said yeah. he said he likes the challenge <laughs> that he was just like yeah you were not putting out you do not put out a welcome mat yeah and i was like no sir i don't i need somebody who's willing to climb up the tower <laughs> That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I make it real hard. And I, I, I guess that's why I didn't date a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I feel like I just, I didn't really, I had a lot of, fr- well, I had a lot of like guy friends and then right. I was like, Ooh, well, but you have mixicals. the musician thing. Like you yeah. sing like a songbird, like a beautiful Stop. angel songbird and you play well. No. Yeah. So you had that going for you. I can imagine that you were leaving brokenhearted musicians in the wake and not even realizing it. That is... Brad Pitt. My boo what told me about that. He was like, oh God. He was like, going on tour with you was just like wading through all of these guys that were into yeah. you. And I was like, really? I can imagine oh, yeah. that being like catnip. Yeah, it was... Yeah, men. I don't... But like, and I think back and I'm like, oh... But I'm a giant dum-dum. Because I, I, I'm not Me trying too. to put it out. And I'm like, wait, yeah. they were? And then I'm and like, you, oh, yeah. yeah. I had a coworker who straight up asked me out on a date. And I didn't realize he was flirting yes. with me. <gasps> I had that happen at the, where we both were, where uh-huh. I am now working. Yeah. Where, and I was like, oh, well, you want to what? Oh, they like, they found me on Facebook. Do you remember that? Yes. Because it was, a, it was a, just a person mm-hmm, that I was like mm-hmm. working a, like a receptionist kind of style mm-hmm. position. And I was like being friendly and da 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 And then I got a Facebook message. And I was like, oh, different vibes. <laughs> Sorry. I don't want to go on that seahorse walk with you. Oh, no. This one like <laughs> said like, we should go out. We should go for drinks and like that. And I was just like, oh, yeah, sure. 
I was like, oh yeah, sure, that'd be fun someday. And just like, <laughs> didn't give him anything. Didn't give him my number. Didn't like initiate. Like, like I'd good. love to. See, I was bar- just like, oh yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Oh, his old friend? His old bandmate? No, 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 no. Okay. No. He, I think, thought we were going on dates or something. To me, there was not a sexual vibe. Yeah. But I realize now, like, he invited me over to his house alone to watch like a series on television, like a long yeah. series over a long period of time on TV. And then at one point asked me to massage him, oh. not like in a sensual, a sensual way, mm-hmm. but in like a, can you help me try to crack my back thing? Oh. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And kind of like walked, like talked me through it uh-huh. and then would make comments like, yeah, sometimes people just like need, hu- like, you know, we're humans and we just like need to, to touch sometimes. Oh, And I was just like, uh-huh. Yeah. Reach out and touch me. Staring blankly ahead. No, like I didn't, I didn't get a creep vibe. It's just, he was so tentative with it that it went six feet over my head. Yes. Yeah. And I never picked, if that's what he was putting out, which yeah. I'm still not a hundred percent, but I don't think, I don't think that straight men are in the habit of just hanging out as friends like that for that long yeah it's it's that weird thing of like is it nature or nurture because what we is it we didn't hang out in between or anything like we yeah. didn't hang out with a group of friends and that he and i were just mm-hmm. an offshoot hangout it was a he would contact me invite me over oh. away from like not in a group or anything it was like mm-hmm. specifically you come over we'll like watch this stuff yeah but i wasn't picking up on that yeah and if he was throwing it out there i was missing it yeah every time i saw it but not because he showed it to me oh i saw it because you could see it through his pants oh okay well it was well, large large and Have i was seen popeye just, <laughs> <laughs> and i just but again i was just it was kind of a like oh Yeesh. There it is. Whoop, there it, it is. And it wasn't like a oh damn it. I remember seeing it and just going like, ooh, fuck. Sometimes there are those peni that are just so large that you're just like, yeah, oh, too large. But also like there was no interest on mm, my end. No steam heat. So it was just kind of a like, huh? Ooh, there that thing is. <laughs> there she is. Yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. So the game we're going to play is Star Wars Pickup Lines. And an obvious one. Is that a lightsaber in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? Oh, see, mine, <laughs> my obvious one would have been like, damn, girl, you out of this world. Oh, that's good. Or damn, boy, droid, whatevs. I think I could flirt with a droid. I, I, could, <laughs> I would let a droid hit it. <laughs> like C-3s? 100%. You know I love me a formal man. <laughs> He's very sad. I love good posture. No, I, don't, I don't care shit about posture. Uh, but I do love a formal gent. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into like would you be cold like, and robotic. Would you be like the rebellion, like the Leia's and the Han Solo's of it all? Or would you be like dark-sided? I, I like Johnny Cash would walk the line. <laughs> I do feel that. I mean, okay. 
we have been gifted the gift that is Adam Driver mm-hmm. as a dark side character, which that is, I have never felt the pull. Before it was like, oh, there's the Han solo of it all, right. Harrison Ford, who has not wanted to hit that mm. several times in many different. Like a pinata. Oh, just mm, the solo of it all. Um, and so fitting that he has a gorgy dark-sided son mm-hmm. um <laughs> like what i'm trying to think of what like politically mm-hmm. i'm rebellion yes, yes 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 but i could also see myself thriving <laughs> on the dark side not just sexually interested in the dark side i get that but i could i think i could go a little dark-sided I can see myself thriving on the dark side is because I was like, yeah, I get it. I yeah, see that. I got it. It's the Slytherin of it all. I get mm-hmm. it. It's, I like the, it. <laughs> it's the ambition of the like, well, what's best Cunning. for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where am I going to do best? Yeah. <laughs> the Sith of it all. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, ultimately, I, my head would be completely turned by like a hot rebellion guy. Ooh, yeah. Like Han a, Solo like comes a- walking in. Excuse me. And I'd be like, Darth who? <laughs> Darth who? Who? New. He can feel it, but don't tell him. <laughs> New rebellion. Yeah. Who this? <laughs> 12 parsecs, I what? <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I could be. Beca- okay, because getting into a slightly, or not a slightly, getting into a different fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go a little Slytherin. I don't, I don't mind it. Yeah. I don't want to be like mean all the time um i mean i don't want to like i don't want to intentionally hurt someone i wouldn't want to be that dark-sided yeah but i i can see the like you know gotta look up a number one you know what i kind of love about that not to get too fandom on this episode about flirting but i kind of love that gryffindor even though from an outside like casually they're like oh these brave courageous whatever they're kind of they do some fucked up shit too yeah they lean a little bit more towards the dark which is why i think slytherin Mm -hmm. and gryffindor have that deep rivalry Mm -hmm. um because yeah i kind of get that sometimes you gotta look out for number one (laughs) there's no i think sometimes because i tend to be a little more laid back and have a longer fuse Mm -hmm. it could be mistaken for some hufflepuff yeah but there is really mm-hmm. no Hufflepuff in me. No. I am not. I'm not that nice. I see the Slytherin. Yeah. Of it all. I think I'm. Okay. This is. a Okay. I'm kind. Mm-hmm. I'm yes. not nice. Agree. Ooh. Necessarily. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm not the nicest person I know. I think I have empathy. Yes. And I can be kind. But my goal isn't necessarily to like be. I think the connotation I get with nice is the sort of like. I, it, a little passive mm, and yeah, i'm not yeah, as pa- yeah. i'm not as passive as nice i'm kind yeah. i think is something that's like somebody has earned the kindness like or has yeah. never done anything to me and i'm compassionate mm-hmm. towards and can you know empathize sympathize with and yeah. have no problem being a nice person yeah too. But to be just like, oh, I'm just like really nice. Yeah, I feel like nice is just always a front. I'm not, well, maybe not, but. Either there's sugar nothing toothy. going on. Yeah. Or there's a lot going on and it's a, it's, it's a veil. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like I fall. I, I maybe sometimes 
to a fault just because like codependency is a bitch. Um, I can be a little bit too nice in situations where I need to be a little bit more aggressive, but mm-hmm. I think I also lean more towards like, I'd rather be kind and be like, look, this is going to be really hard for you to hear, but I have to tell you this thing. than just be nice. But we were just talking about this nice. earlier. You're not the doormat type. You can mm-hmm. overlook some things. Yeah. To smooth over a situation or to keep things. Yeah cool from getting too confrontational too awkward yeah but once someone has gone past your threshold like yeah it's on and, and also like bye yeah like i will literally stop talking to you yeah. and i don't care i don't care yeah goodbye see ya you got weird sorry <laughs> sorry you're so weird sorry <laughs> sorry you're so weird <laughs> i that's that was that's, I, good. that's it that was delish Great. delish little treats we learned about flirting we heard some duh disastrous stories if you have some disaster flirting moments please share it with us you can email us at the bottom bible at gmail.com you can call us on our hotline uh-huh. that hotline bling call it i'm still gonna quote that even though it's like however many years old i don't care um new decade same songs um <laughs> fine you can follow us on instagram send us a dm of your hilarious flirting stories whether they happen to you or you were the person that failed super hard on the also if it worked if you you were like a flirting a flirting cole yeah you're flirting (laughs) can you do it you had like a jedi flirt move moved on you tell us about that too amazing there are i mean mm, those good flirts make me too nervous though and then i fold i'm like i get to get clear not fold but like i clam up i like go like oh i go into suspicion like what are you looking for (laughs) after my social security check (laughs) what's your motivation young man I love how we got new setups and it's not supposed to hit and I'm just hitting the table That's hard great. and aggressively. Oh, we need to get you like a little gavel. Oh, clank, clank. Oh, <laughs> So as always, follow us on Instagram. Um, download the episodes. You can do it through Apple uh, Podcasts, through uh, Spotify, through Stitcher, through Podbean. Subscribe so you get this episode landing in your um downloads every tuesday so when we upload and um that's it that's all that's it so So goodbye i have nothing let's do this (laughs) to tell me what you want from me